Hello there. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your hump day Wednesday, June 22nd. How's everybody doing out there? We all good? What's happening? Make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this, Shiza. And then, of course, we got the member. we got the Patreon. we got all the stuff, all the sock men's provided down below, all the links and everything like that. Oh, how's everybody doing? Oh, yeah, are we having a party out here? What's going on? Let's start from the dap. Yes, what she said. That's what she said. Uh, hi, Nighthawk. Miss Stephanie, how you doing? Yes, that's right. Mr. Fear Jason, what's up? Uh, probably not this weekend, so don't count on this weekend, but we'll see next two weekends. We'll, we'll, we'll play that by, we'll play that by nose. Anyways, uh, Music Man, good to see you, buddy. All right. What else we got here? We got Jose. Get to the May the Humpage be with you. You as well. We got Tony Trappy, D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. How's it going? We got Stephanie T. It's going pretty good. Thank you, uh, Green Goblin. Thank you. I appreciate the kind words. 11th like. Well, there you go. And yes, make sure. Keep on the likes going. Share the stream. Do all that stuff. Yes. What's up, Jesse? Good to see you. We got JD McRae right here. Always great to see your name. Oh, keep the mustache. It's all, hey, could be a good idea. Can campaign for uh, for Cavill to come back with the mustache. Yo, what's going on, Tyler? We got Mr. Venom right here. Zed, you're there too. Hey, Rosemary, always great to see you. All right, so let's see who else we got. We got Phil. Good to see you, Phil. All right, who else we got, huh? We got Eli right here. How's it going, everybody? Dave, as always, keep up the awesome. Well, thank you. Restore the Snyderverse. Re- release the air cut. Make the Batfleck movie. Thank you, sir. That's right. Keep pumping, especially that release the air cut hashtag as much as you can, as much as you can. Uh, we got we got uh, Legend right here. Good to see you. Ronak. Hey, buddy. Marcus, we need to set a date to make Deborah Sn- yeah, but I don't know if I, well, well, let's, let's, let's hold a little bit on that one until uh, you hear what I have to say. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll hold, put a pin on that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Dorothy V. Jones. Good to see you. Who else we got? I said hi to Ryan. I think that's pretty much it. Cool. Good to see you guys. Uh, yeah. Jesse? I don't know. I think it's, there's like a commercial. There's a commercial where they say Jesse or something, or maybe it was like a movie or show. Somebody's freaking car is making a lot of noise right now. I don't know if you guys hear that. Somebody needs a belt changed. But, um, yeah. So I just, I don't know why. I just see Jesse, you know. I could say it like Walter White. Jesse! 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 And I could say it like that instead if you'd like, you know. Um, what's going on, man? Mr. Tony, good to see you. But, yeah, anyways. Uh, all right, so there you go, guys. Say it. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining. Of course, we have some some things to talk about. I'm telling you, it's been kind of a been kind of a slow week, has it not? That's why I was like, huh, what the hell is gonna be my na- main topic? I mean, obviously, I got these two reviews right here. We got the Obi Wan Kenobi uh, season finale, and it's 
called a season finale, but there is something interesting about that. But, you know, again, no spoilers. So anybody who hasn't watched it yet, avoid social media like fucking crazy. Avoid it like the clap. Um, So, yeah, just... Make sure you don't, because, yeah, there definitely was some uh, interesting stuff right there. Miss Marvel, of course, was going to talk about that. But then it was like, what else? And then I was like, oh, there's some Deadpool 3 little update from the writer. Cool. And then I was like, you know what? I've been talking about. I talked about it earlier this this week on Monday's show where I you know talked about Ezra Miller, his future with, the, with that Deadline article, and then, of course, talking about the DC Studios head. I don't know if they're actually going to call it DC Studios. That's why I just kind of call it DC Films uh, this time around. But there's just something that I, you know, have conversations with, uh, you know, McGuire, McGuire to all that stuff uh, that was brought up, and I went, you know what? I guess we'll talk about that because some interesting, some interesting things were, uh, were uh, conversations were had when it came to that. So we're going to talk about the struggle that Mr. Zaslav is having when it comes to finding the DC head. Yeah, DC head. Interesting. DC films head. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, get your fucking car fixed, whoever that is. I don't know what's going on out there. Somebody, somebody is just like, yeah, their car is just making all kinds of noise right now. Of course, right when I go live, just perfect freaking timing, man. Perfect timing. So hello, everybody who uh, came in after I said hello, everybody. So good to see you. Let's uh, let's get to the tweets. All right. First off, what the hell, man? Quinn Tarantino is, uh, you know, I mean, everybody saw Django Unchained, right? fantastic we love that movie but apparently when it came to uh something else when it came to something else that quentin tarantino uh considered here's a quote right here we wrote a 500 million dollar film tarantino's crazy django zorro film hooked antonio banderas what that's right. Reports surfaced in 2019 that Quentin Tarantino was going to continue the Django Unchained universe on the big screen by adapting his own crossover comic book, Django Zorro, which finds a freed slave, played by Jamie Foxx, of course, teaming up with a masked vigilante. Tarantino courted comedian Jared Carmichael to write the script, and he even went to Antonio Banderas to get Antonio Banderas, I should say, to get him to reprise the Zorro character he played in 1998's Mask of Zorro, which, love that movie. And then, of course, Legend of Zorro, yeah, a little bit. It was a weaker, it was a weak sequel, but what could you say? Banderas recently confirmed to USA Today that Tarantino approached him to star in a crossover movie. He talked to me. Should I say it in Antonio Banderas' voice? No, I shouldn't. Um, he talked to me, I think, on the Oscar night in 2020 when I was nominated for Pain and Glory. We saw each other in one of those parties. He just came up to me, and I was like, in your hands? Yeah, man, because Quentin just has that nature to do those types of, those type of movies and give them quality. Even if they are based on those types of B-movies in the 60s and 70s, he could take that material and do something interesting. That's right. We've never worked together, but it would have been a great it would have been great because of him, because of Jamie Foxx, and because of playing Zorro again when he's a little bit older. It would have been fantastic and funny and crazy. Ah! Carmichael recently even said uh, Django Zorro is no longer happening. Quentin's a lunatic who I love, and I'm happy I got to spend the time. 
It's been the time we saw exploitation flicks at the New Beverly, and he read me scenes that never made it into uh, never never made it into his movies, and he had that he had typed out in his kitchen after making fresh squeezed lemonade for me. It was really special. It it's actually an incredible, incredible script that came in front from that Django Zorro that I would love for Sony to figure out. But I realize the impossibility of it, but I still think we wrote a $500 million film. Holy shit. God, man, that sounds so great. That's what sucks. How many ideas does Quentin Tarantino still have that that are just like somewhere? He's probably written so much shit, but he's only what? Made like 10 films. Man, I tell you what, that would have been crazy to bring back Antonio Banderas and have a Django and uh, Zorro crossover. That would have been magical, guys. Magical. Absolutely magical. Yes, Django versus Zorro. Zon of Justice. <laughs> I like that. I like that title there. Fuck. Fuck. Well, now that it's out there, can can it still happen? I mean, Antonio Banderas, he could still play Zorro. You know, he could still play Zorro. Jamie Foxx will come back as Django. I think it should still happen. Let this be Tarantino's final film, okay? Man, I'm sure it would have been freaking magical. And then here we go, guys. <laughs> look at look at how, look at the engagement on this tweet that I had last night because I went over to my Facebook, uh, I think to post uh, to post my uh, Stranger Things four volume two trailer reaction, and I saw in my Facebook memories that I posted this very meme nine years ago which is a good meme. So it took six of you to stop an, an alien invasion. And then, of course, referring to the Avengers and then Superman going seriously. So I posted that. By the way, this is from a commercial for something, I think deodorant or something like that. I remember there was a commercial that Henry Cavill as Superman was in that when it came out that year in like what, 2013, where I forgot exactly what it was. Maybe it was now. It was probably for like a fast food thing. I don't know. But that's where that's from right there. I remember. But I posted that just saying like, yeah, I just found this meme. And yeah, it got a lot of engagement. A lot of people were uh, tweeting it, favoring it. But then, of course, you get the assholes. You get the assholes that take it a little too seriously. Now, first off, you know, we can all just kind of appreciate the fact that it's like, yeah, it's Superman and the Avengers, whatever. Oh, man, there's some people that took it way too seriously, and it was like, come on, really? It's a meme. Fictional characters. Fictional characters. Come on. It was Carl's Jr. Thank you. Carl's Jr. commercial. Thank you, BT. Yeah. I thought it was deodorant. I don't know why I, like, went to deodorant. It wasn't deodorant. When you, yeah, degree. Speed stick. You know, speed stick. That'd be good for the flash. Um, no, but, um, yeah, I posted that, and I got a... <laughs> Yeah, you just always got to get those people that take it so goddamn seriously. It's so, it's just, it's ridiculous with uh, some of the people that took it. And then, of course, you got the people like that go, well, to be fair, Superman did have help from Lois and, you know, I mean, it's like, okay, okay, Jesus Christ. It's just a fun meme. Stop ruining it, my Lord. Ugh. And then, yes, last night, guys, I completed uh, the first season. Hopefully, there'll be a second one of Outer Range with Josh Brolin. I don't know if you guys have watched it yet. It's on Amazon Plus, but I finished it last night. I didn't realize I only had one episode left, so I was like, oh, shit, it's the last one. And it very much leaves a lot of unanswered questions. And I looked online, and there has not been an announcement of season two. So what the fuck, Amazon, please do not hurt me. 
okay? I, you know, it's, it's, it's a rare thing when I get engaged with a new series and I'm really appreciating it and I'm really love it because, you know, it's a little bit of, it's Yellowstone and Twilight Zone, a little bit like that. Has to do with some crazy paranormal shit, some mind twisting kind of shit. Even though one twist, I, the, the, the final twist I actually saw coming a mile away. Yeah, sure. But still, I'm like, come on, where, where is season two? I need some of these questions answered. It's a lot. I left it very much open. Big time cliffhanger. So please, Amazon, really like announced. Announce it. Announce it. Announce season two of Outer Range, please. Hey, release that Ayer cut. Um, I mean, obviously the hat right here. I'm not sure exactly what David Ayer's hat is supposed to mean. It's pretty cool. You got a skull. You got a trident. You got an arrow. And then you got, I don't know what the other, a rifle maybe? I don't know. But uh, Mr. David Ayer posted this right here and said, forward, 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 forward. So naturally, uh, quote tweeted it, release the air cut, hashtag. Because like I said, guys, we got, this man needs help when it comes to promoting that air cut. Just saying, come November, he might be making some kind of effort to really push for it. Okay, like I said, ignore the BS that some people out there are saying that it's going to be announced on DC Fandom. It's not. As of right now, it's not going to happen. So don't believe that, please. Add another whip, pan, and rapid zoom. And yes, I like this. Good job, Mr. Aaron Bailey. I love that. <laughs> Sam Raimi. Goat! And then this is awesome right here. You have like a kid. So this is pretty cool. So you had this, uh, you know, this guy... You had this guy right here, you know, who caught a home run, gave it to a kid, right? This is what's great. And then there was another home run. This happened at Angel Stadium where the, ki where the kid's father caught it, very excited. And then what did the kid do? The kid decided to give the ball to the guy that gave him the ball in the first place. Okay? This video gave me faith in humanity. All right? Okay? Because especially with kids today, <laughs> you know? We just never know. You just never know. But that is awesome. That just shows you right there. Look at the guy's smile. So good. And look at his girlfriend. His girlfriend's like, oh, my God. That is just awesome right there. This gives you faith in humanity. Baseball. Baseball helps. Yes. Isn't that awesome? Hey, Mama Film Junkies here. Hello. But, yeah, that's just so great. Such a great video. Yeah. That is just such a great video. The kid, the, immediately the kid was like, no, I'm going to give it to the guy that gave me the, the other home run. That just, that just filled me up with some faith in humanity right there, man. Baseball, that's what's so great about baseball. Brings people together right there. Yeah, parenting done right, right? Yes, I know. Goosebumps for me too. So good, so good. And then we got some art right here from Alexander Stojan. I can't even say the last name. I apologize. But, yeah, this is pretty cool, of course. Battinson right there. Love it. And you guys see this? Paramount Plus, they combined the minions in the office right here. So good. I mean, look at that. Villain Con, all the minions and everything. It's perfect. It's flawless. Absolutely flawless. cool the minions good job good job and then yes guys 
I woke up an hour earlier than usual. I woke up at actually, yeah, an hour earlier. I usually wake up at about, uh, well, actually it was a little less. I woke up at 5.20 this morning to watch the finale of Kenobi. And uh, thank God I did because, you know, like I said yesterday on last night's show, it's like people are assholes and they tend to just be like, hey, you know, and post spoilers and whatnot. And sure enough, of course, like I said, ignore social media if you haven't watched it yet. And I'm glad I uh, glad I watched it before I started work because, yeah, would have been spoiled. And then do it, you cowards. Do it. We all heard that Guy Ritchie is going to be directing the live action Hercules movie for Disney. And uh, Bruce Campbell endorses himself to play Hades. And I say, yes, why not? I love Bruce Campbell. The man's a saint. The man's great. Let him play Hades. Come on. Let it happen. And happy 34th anniversary to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. This uh, movie is just, I mean, I'm surprised that there wasn't like a renaissance when it came to a lot of this. Robert Zemeckis did something special with this and may Bob Hoskins rest in peace. But yes, I can't do it like he does. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, 34 years ago, Who Framed Roger Rabbit came out. Crazy. Crazy. We have a new still from uh, the Sandman series that's coming out, which looks absolutely gorgeous from Total Film. Exclusive. Um, And then Natalie Portman is looking for a new feature film to direct. Do not suggest that she directs a Marvel movie. Stop it. Or even a DC movie, okay? No cape shit. Let her direct something cool and original. And then uh, Rob Elementary, the uh, Texas uh, school where, you know, the shooting happened, you know, recently. Uh, Apparently they're going to tear it down. They're just going to demolish it. You know, this has been an entire shit show. Everything that's coming out when it comes to this, when it comes to cops not doing their job and everything like that. It's been an entire shit show. Apparently there's been there was lies that were told and the cops were actually in there and doing all this stuff. And now they're just going to tear it down, which I understand tearing it down because why? Why bring teachers and students back to a school that got, you know, that that was part of a mass shooting. But at the same time, it's like, man, talk about a fucking shit show. Talk about a damn shit show. It's just ugh. it's just gross, man. Gross. Oi. Um, here's uh, the uh, we got another official poster or is this the first official poster for the gray man when it comes to Netflix coming out this week? Oh, it came out today. Oh, it's in select theaters on the 15th, but it's coming out on Netflix tonight, I guess, or today. I'll probably watch it over the weekend, so I might do like a quick video. Batman Unburied podcast renewed for season two. Still have yet to listen to it. I plan on listening to it because I hear it's fantastic. So I'll be, I'm going to catch up on that for sure because it was like it was more popular than Joe Rogan's podcast. So got to definitely watch that. And then look at this. Did anybody know that Michael Shannon was actually in Bullet Train? (laughs) Yeah. Well, he is. And there he is. He plays the White Death. So, yeah. Another reason to watch Bullet Train. I'm really looking forward to this movie. Can't wait for this movie. Um, And, yeah, there you go. There's the official poster for uh, Michael Shannon in Bullet Train. I love it. And then speaking of Bullet Train and and, uh, Mr. Brad Pitt, apparently Brad Pitt is saying that he's on the last leg of his film career. Now, I'm not going to open up the GQ article, um, even though I'm going to make fun of something about the GQ article, because obviously when there's like a big, long interview, there's a lot of, lot of, uh, it's a long article. So I'm just going to, um, 
I'm just going to go to this, the quote right here for that screen ramp broke it down right here. But this is what he had to say. He said, I consider myself on my last leg this last semester or trimester. What is this section going to be and how do I want to design that? So, yeah, I mean, he's up there in age. I think the leg is going to be a long leg, but I'm kind of wondering, Brad Pitt, are you going to direct something? Get into the director's chair. Why not? I mean, he's done plenty of stuff. And this was him in that one movie with, um, with Sandra Bullock and uh, Channing Tatum. Uh, whatever it's called, I totally forgot because I didn't like it that much. I liked him. But I'm just kind of wondering. I'm like, is Brad Pitt going to direct now? Um, speaking of Outer Range, he was an executive producer on Outer Range. So I know I mean, he's produced a lot of stuff. But I'm like, I'm wondering, hey, Brad Pitt, direct a movie. Direct something. Do something like that. Get behind the camera big time. So, yeah, that, that's what was said in that, that article right there. I mean, I, I think he's going to do a few more movies for sure. But at least he won an Academy Award, right? I mean, I, to, to be honest, as much as I appreciated that he won an Academy Award for Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood, I think his performance in Ad Astra was better. He was just very likable in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But Ad Astra was a better performance. That was probably one of his best performances of his career. But that movie was very small. Not a lot of people watched it, sadly. So, oops, don't go there. All right. So, hey, you know, I mean, the guy's still fucking, you know, still a good-looking dude. I mean, my God, it's still Brad Pitt-looking. So, yeah, that last leg will last for a little bit, at least. All right, we got that. And then, speaking of Bruce Campbell, he turned 64 today. Uh, yes. And, uh, there he is as Elvis in, uh, whatchamacallit. God damn, I can't remember the movie. What's the movie? Um, something Hotep, right? Uh, something, uh, Baba Hotep or something like that. I can't remember the movie. I watched it a long time ago. I actually had the DVD where he plays Elvis in a retirement home. And then it gets, it gets, um, it gets, uh, like there's like a paranormal monster or whatever the fuck starts like, uh, haunting the, uh, retirement home. But yeah. That's a good, what was it called? Baba Hotep, Boba Hotep, Boba Hotep, or something like that? Something, I don't know. I can't, I'm like totally drawing a blank on the movie, but watch it anyways. Yeah, Bubba Hotep. There he goes. I'm right. There we go. I, not I'm right, but I was like, Baba Hotep, Bubba Hotep. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't remember like the exact um, title, but I remember I enjoyed it a lot. So, and then he, yeah, and he, friend, he befriends uh, John F. Kennedy, who's in a wheelchair and he's black. It's great. It's a great movie. It's a funny movie. It's ridiculous. And it's, yeah, and it's Bruce Campbell playing Elvis. Okay? You're all going to see uh, Elvis this weekend. You know, check out Bubba Hotep after you watch the Elvis movie. <laughs> it's great. All right. So we got that. And then, Jesus Christ, why didn't I think of this yesterday? I, you know what's funny? When I was, when I was setting uh, last night's show up, about, you know, talking about Craven the Hunter and and uh, that being the central topic. I was kind of going like, well, what would be a fun catchphrase? Because obviously when it came to Morbius, the whole big thing was it's Morbin time. And I went, okay, but you can't say it's Craven time because that just doesn't make sense. Be- because obviously it's like, more you know, Morphin time, change it to Morbin, it works. Then I was kind of going like, I was like, oh, what, what could the catchphrase be? When Craven the Hunter movie ends up being memed because Sony's gonna fuck it up because it sounds like they're gonna fuck it up. And then somebody posted this today 
underneath the video uh, underneath the stream yesterday it says that's so craven and i was like shit damn it that's what i that's what I, we should have talked that's what we should have used right there that's so craven so there you go should have been that's so craven anyways um and then um <laughs> what the fuck is this movie what is this movie uh, oh my god it just doesn't seem real it just doesn't seem real. <laughs> I don't get what this movie is. But now we have, well, remember yesterday we saw the um, we saw Margot Robbie coming out of her trailer for the Barbie movie wearing a, you know, a very stylish um, outfit that had some bell bottoms and a vest and everything. And um, now we have Ryan Gosling right here. And he's dressed up as cowboy. What the fuck is this movie? <laughs> it's just I don't I don't know. Just, I, I can't, I can't this, I mean, they're doing a great job because I, because I'm so intrigued by what the hell this movie's going to be. I really just don't know. I really just don't know what's going on, Carrie. Happy Wednesday to you too, sir. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, what the hell is this movie? It's just, this movie could end up being like one of the greatest things ever or one of the worst things ever. I don't think there's going to be any in between, to be honest. But it just doesn't even look real. It doesn't look real. Look at his boots. He's got the white boots with the black soles on them. Oh, my God. I just don't know what this movie's going to be. But I'm just so freaking intrigued by it. She's looking down at his strapless chaps. He has <laughs> his assless chaps. Oh, frontless chaps. So what, his dong's hanging out? Jose, you, you dirty-minded freak. Um, yeah, it's just so interesting. I don't even know. I'm just so intrigued by it, though. That's all. That's all. I, I guess that's all that's needed. Ugh. Hey, some, uh, Andrew Garfield, uh, Spider-Man. Um, th I, this is probably, this might be my favorite Spider-Man costume. I'm just saying. I like the big white eyes. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 costume, probably my favorite. And then here you go, guys. Did I have that? Nope. Here you go, guys. Uh, Fear Jason out there uh, reminded me of a rant that I uh, had a while ago. This is when I was doing the Sunday morning hangover streams. But, uh, yeah, this, uh, I, still believe, I still very much feel this way when it comes to uh, this little rant that I had. Why is that a thing? Why is that still a thing? I, I, every I time know. I see somebody with a baseball cap that has the fucking sticker still on it, I just want to walk up and go, shh, and just rip it off. I'm like, what are you going to take it back? Why don't you keep the fucking uh, price tag on there too, huh? Keep the little price tag on there as well. Have that dangling in the back. I hate that. I hate that. I swear, it's just, I get so tempted. Just want to rip it off. What? Yes. I don't understand that still. You get a baseball, you get a hat, take the fucking sticker off. <laughs> Why do people keep the stickers on? I don't understand that. I don't. I don't get it. People like wear you know, they wear, they wear the hats and they keep, they don't even bend the bill. They have to like, they almost like keep it where like, they're going to like, what are you going to send it back? Anyways. Yeah. I just, I can't stand that. I just want to walk up and just rip it off the bill, rip it off the bill right there. But that's me. Uh, my facial hair was, was, is much better <laughs> now. <laughs> that was when I had it. That was when I had, uh, yeah, the hair was on the, just the chin right there. Just the chin. And then this is pretty funny right here. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. That's a, that's a funny meme right there. 
And then look at this. Uh, this was just revealed because now you can watch, of course, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness on uh, Disney+. Plus. And uh, apparently, um, when it came to writer Michael Waldron, he said originally in the first draft, the Wasp was, a, uh, uh, was in that version and was in the Illuminati. And the Wasp shrunk down and flew at the Scarlet Witch, and Wanda clapped her hands and smushed the Wasp. So at one point, the Wasp, of course, right there, um, what's her name? Uh, Eva Lee, what, what's her name? Ava, what's her name? Um, yeah, she was going to shrink down, and then Wanda was just going to go like that, just like you'd s smash a bug, which I think that would have been pretty awesome, to be honest. And a lot of people would have cheered because a lot of people were trying to cancel her, remember, when that whole thing came about because she was all about, hey, you know, people should have the choice to choose a vaccination, not, you know, not be forced. And people were like, she should be out cancel her re replace her re recast her which doesn't which i thought was weird but yeah so apparently at one point yeah the wasp was going to be part of the illuminati and then just <laughs> wanda was just going to do that because we all know what happened during that illuminati scene everybody just got offed pretty quickly and then back to brad pitt why the fuck did they uh, put the cover of GQ magazine? Why did they use the wax figure for Brad Pitt? This is bad. This is not a good cover. What are they thinking, right? I don't know. Yeah, and uh, it doesn't even look. It looks like they did. They, they, they took his the waxed figure of him from the wax museum and then just put him. I don't know what they were. They, yeah, I don't know what's going on. But and then of course when we have him talking about that his career is coming to an end, it's like what is there this supposed to represent death? What's going on? Opens up his dream world. I don't know. This is uh, a little weird and, and there's like a um you got a lizard on him, I don't know, or a gecko. I don't know what's happening here, but it's very odd. Very what is happening over here? What is going on right here? I don't even know, but yeah. It's very interesting. Very artsy. I mean, you can see right here, over here too, with the GQ dot com has that cover right here. I mean, I mean, is he supposed to be tripping on acid? What's happening? I don't know. Yeah, it's just they did him dirty, but he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. I don't get that. And then speaking of Bruce Campbell, of course, we have this scene right here. Yeah, the, you know, the, the post-credit scene, of course. And then they... Doctor Strange has not seen the last of the Pizza Papa. The Pizza Papa, guys. The Pizza Papa, Papa cut, possibly. And then, yes, the perfect Raimi ending for uh, Doctor Strange right here. It should have just ended right there, but no, of course, they had to do a mid-credit scene that just kind of ruined that whole thing. But this was perfect. Perfect ending for uh, for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oi, oi! But what can he do? Ah, GQ missed a mark with this one. I know, right? It's like I don't know what the hell that was, but but you gotta. But Brad Pitt was like, "Hey, that's fine." I mean, I, I guess he approved that. He had to approve. He had to get into the uh, wardrobe and lay down in the flower bed and. I don't know. It's just very strange. It's very strange. But it doesn't even look like, 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 it just looked like the wax figure of him. I'm like, what the hell? They, like, brushed his face big time. I mean, he's got some wrinkles. Yeah, the guy's, like, fucking 60 years old, almost 60 years old. I don't even know exactly how old he is. 
But, I mean, he's still a good-looking dude. You don't need a freaking, like, I don't know. They put way too much makeup on him, and then they brushed it up just a little too much. I don't know. Hey, Miss Ray is here. How's it going? Uh, how's it going? Yes. Oh, she was at the, uh, the, 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 the protest for the truckers and everybody says, fuck the truckers because yeah, I, I mean, I understand protesting and stuff like that. I know I get it, but I, it's just always weird when like, you know, they, everybody just goes, yeah, hey, recast her, recast her. And then they don't. So it's like, we're, people are allowed to express their opinions. I guess you could say, I don't know. I don't know, but it's fine. It's fine. We don't need to talk about all that. I know we're all, we all have different opinions about all that. It's fine. All right. So, but yeah, do what she said. What's going on, Brian Kelly? Good to see you. Um, all right. Let's talk about the, uh, the DC head right here. Let's talk about how it's a struggle and what's happening when it comes to this and I told you guys on Monday when it came to the DC Studios head and everything like that, I told you guys that that basically when it comes to, uh, you know, Zaslav is trying to look for trying to look for this DC Studios head or something like that. I don't know if they're going to call it DC Studios. Maybe not. DC Films, whatever you want to say. Um, it's fine. Um, I don't know. Who knows? When it happens, it happens. But I told you guys when it comes to the, you know, that whole deadline article that people were saying like, Ezra, Ezra's fired. He's fired. It's like, no, no decision has been made because according to what I've heard is David Zaslav has not yet figured out, like he's not going to, he's looking at all the numbers, he's crunching the numbers, but he's not going to make any decisions when there's obviously no DC slate that's happening in the future, which is what the deadline article said, is that basically that he's only going to he's going to wait until he appoints somebody as the DC Films head or DC Studios head before they make any kind of decisions before they make any kind of decisions okay so and i thought okay so obviously he's actively active actively looking for this uh this person to take the, to basically placed in this position well guess what nobody wants the fucking job <laughs> jesus christ ah Oh, my God, where's that, you know? Pretty much. Nobody wants the job because it's such a mess right now. Nobody wants a job, and if anybody actually is considering the job, they they are basically wanting this before they would actually start the gig, is they would want all the controversies because, guess what? There's a few of them. They want them all to... To be addressed first, who would want to actually start this job, this this daunting task of trying to clean up what's happening with like you know DC movies, and have the controversy of well you have, well you had all the controversy with Zack Snyder first off, and then Ray Fisher, and you know the Joss Whedon stuff, and then you have the Ezra Miller stuff, and then you have the Amber Heard stuff, you know so there's quite a little bit of things that are there that haven't been quite fully i mean i guess you could say the zach when it comes to zach snyder and sarnoff and with the plan she came out and said eh, we're not going to continue this this shit but from what i've heard when talking to uh people uh over there in that world is the fact that nobody wants the gig right now because of how fucked up it can be right now and what's also fucked up with everything that's happening with the slate that's coming out 
Um, the fact that they actually have Dwayne The Rock Johnson coming out with a movie and it's not as hyped up as it should be. We kind of feel that, right? We feel the fact that it's like, you know, we've been hearing about Black Adam, Black Adam, Black Adam for a while. And now that it's almost here, it got delayed, reshoots happened, and then we got the trailer. And it just seems like it's like, all right, well, it's finally coming out. But it doesn't seem like there's a lot of, mo- like a lot of mojo behind it. Now, I know Dwayne Johnson is doing his best. But it's just kind of uh, interesting that you have arguably one of the biggest movie stars that's out there right now, even though it's like maybe he's losing his um, losing his uh, losing his power on the box office a little bit. And it just seems like not a lot of people are as they're as excited for it. So that's also a weird thing. And then, of course, you got the Shazam movie that might just get obliterated by Avatar. And and then. Of course, so the controversy with the Flash, controversy with Aquaman 2. There's a lot of things that it's just, it's kind of a little bit of a shit show right now. That's why, going back to the beginning, when somebody was saying that we should have a campaign for Debbie, for hashtag Debbie Snyder, head of DC Studios, she doesn't want that fucking job. Neither, Zach and Debbie would not want to come back to this mess. Why would they? And I would not blame them. I would not blame anybody who's actually considered the gig to not want to even do anything you know it's just that's how much of a mess it is right now right now it is i mean hopefully when it comes to the ezra thing like i said more stuff will be coming out that and we still got a year before that is and not to mention i mean we've said it many many times again is the fact that when it comes to a lot of this stuff the general audience most of them don't even know they probably know a lot more about the amber heard and johnny depp trial for sure but ezra miller they don't know that much they don't even know who the fuck that is that's the thing. Johnny Depp is a well-known actor, been a well-known actor for a long time. So a lot of people are, know about Johnny Depp and the whole Amber Heard thing. And sadly, Amber Heard did not look, did not come out of that, did not come out of that trial looking good. As for Miller thing, most people, you could go and ask 10 people, maybe one person might be like, uh, yeah, I think I know who that guy is, you know, or, you know, or that person is, you know, it's like... But at the same time, it's like we got this controversy over here that just happened that was broadcasted to everybody. So I was like, that's why these that there has not been anything announced yet. I mean, hopefully somebody, somebody with a big, huge ego and like, you know, a brain can actually just come in and be like, all right, let's fucking do this. But you know what sucks about that is the fact that Walter Hamada is going to remain where he's at currently. That's the only thing that sucks about that. It's like, okay, if we can't find somebody else that's going to head this shit, guess what? We're just going to keep this cocksucker over here to, uh, I guess, still kind of run things. I don't know. I'm ho- we're, obviously, he's going to probably on, be, on, be one of the next people to be on the way out, hopefully. But if they can't find somebody else to head this thing, then he's going to be still there, still sitting in his spot. I don't know. But that's just that's the problem that Zaslav is having right now, apparently, from what the information that I have. And that sucks. But like I said, that's why I can't get behind like being like campaigning for Deborah Snyder to come. She's she doesn't want to do that. She doesn't want to run a studio. She doesn't want to run all this stuff. She wants to produce movies with her husband like she's done for the past. What, you know, 15, 20, almost 20 years now. That's what she wants to do. She's a producer. She, you know, and Zach doesn't want to run a studio either. He wants to make films. Okay, 
That's why I can't get behind that whole thing of like that. Some guys are like, yeah, bring Deborah. No, 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 no. Can't do that. Not right now. It's all just it's all just a freaking mess as of right now. So I guess we'll see. Hopefully something can happen, some kind of miracle or whatever the fuck. But right now it's just all up in the air. I mean, it's just a kind of makes you wonder, too. Like, I mean, whoops. When it comes to, you know, we got Batgirl also coming out. We got Blue Beetle coming out, which is good. All that stuff's good. But it's just, man, with the stuff of the Flash, hopefully, I mean, that should hopefully get all resolved. Or not all resolved, but at least some of it remedied by the time that comes out. And hopefully that'll help things. And hopefully that'll be something just absolutely magical and great and grand. And uh, from what I gathered, it should be. It's going to be more multiverse than fucking multiverse of madness. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, you could see why people are just, like, not jumping at the opportunity. You're not jumping to the opportunity. It's like, yeah, you know, and I and I like your suggestions, you know, give it back to uh, Jeff Rubinov, you know, give it to uh, what's his name, you know. There's a lot of people, a lot of names, but at the same time, it's like, do these people actually want to take on this task? It's a daunting task. And right now, it almost seems like if something doesn't happen and there's going to be a little bit of Walter Hamada still remaining there, but then, of course, you have DeLuca and Abdi coming in, and they'll probably have to, like, split duties because, obviously, they're going to be running Warner Brothers and being the head of, uh, you know, what Toby did. So they're going to be overlooking, obviously, these films that might be greenlit or coming out. And then, I don't know. It's all just a crazy mess. But, you know, the one thing they they could really do is, like, well, I mean... Um, obviously, you know, you could release that air cut and then you can just get Henry Cavill back in those fucking, you know, back in those tights, back in that cape and just, that could actually help some things. I don't know. So many things, but yeah, it just kind of sucks when it almost seems like what, from what I'm hearing is like, we got Black Adam coming out in October and it seems like there's, um, from what I gathered, there's just not as much hype and there's not as a lot of faith into it, even though there's a a lot riding on it. It's just I'm wondering, hopefully, with the reshoots and and um, what they've been doing with the VFX and maybe they could fix that goddamn color grade that they put on it because a lot of people are complaining about that. It's like, hopefully, that can get something hyped up. But if it doesn't do... If it ends up not doing gangbusters in the theaters, man, there's going to be some... going to be some... Uh, going to be some issues. So, who knows? Who knows? But there you go. That's just the... Uh, the information I've been hearing and the struggles that Dave Zaslav is having when it comes to uh, trying to get a DC, uh, the new DC head in there. But let's go over to the Marvel, to the Marvel Studios, who have their shit together. But hopefully they don't fuck up this guy right here. But we have a, we have a new quote from Mr. Rhett. Uh, what, what's his name? Uh, the writer. Um, what's his name? Can't even remember. Rhett Reese, right? Uh, yeah, Mr. Reese right here. So he was on the Bro Bibles uh, post-credit podcast, and um, basically this is what he had to say right here. He said, it's a wonderful opportunity for a fish out of water. So talking about Deadpool being in the MCU, making his debut. Deadpool is a lunatic at the center of the movie. To drop a lunatic into a very sane world, it's straight butter. It's butter. It's going to be really fun. Fun. And then uh, in the same chat, uh, Reese and co-writer Paul Wernick also addressed the memes tying back to Sony Pictures Morbius, admitting that they haven't seen either the movie or the memes. However, now 
It's on their radar. And they joked that they'll have to work on Morbius Quip in Deadpool 3. We haven't seen Morbius. We haven't seen the memes. But now it's on our radar. So expect some Morbius uh, quips when it comes to Deadpool 3. Fish out of the water. There's a lot. There's an opportunity here. There's really an opportunity when it comes to uh, Deadpool 3 and what's happening with it. There's really an opportunity here. I mean, we've all been, we've all wanted to see Deadpool, you know, uh, interact with the MCU characters. I mean, it would be absolutely fantastic. It would have been cool if it was like Deadpool, you know, kills the Marvel Cinematic Universe or something like that. That would have been sweet. Or if he would have killed the Fox uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, that would have been fun. But uh, yeah, there's very much, I mean, I get what they're saying. There's very much a fish out of the water scenario they could put on here because Deadpool could just be basically placed everywhere. He breaks the fourth wall. He could do a lot of things. I mean, I'm wondering, like, how quick are they going to have him interact with Tom Holland Spider-Man when there's been many times, of course, when Deadpool and Spider-Man have interacted with each other. So uh, yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see what they do. And, and you know, I, I'm... And from what we gathered, it is going to be a hard R still. They're going to keep it that as much as possible. They're keeping them. They're letting them free range, do whatever the fuck they want. So st- I'm still a, a tiny bit nervous, but I think they'll be I think we'll be OK. But uh, yeah, that's the writers right there. And yes, expect <laughs> expect some quips about Morbius. That'll be good, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Anyways, okay. Okay. Hello there. Obi-Wan Kenobi, the finale. I really enjoyed it. I was satisfied by this episode. Um, Obviously, I mean, it's no spoiler that there was going to be another showdown between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader. And it made up for the weird, wonky kind of first showdown that they had. In what, episode two or three? I can't remember which one. It was the two. I can't remember. Um, you know, it was a little, it was weird. There's parts of it I liked. But um, when it came to this final showdown, holy shit. It was good. It was good. The problem that this series had, the ultimate problem that this series had was you felt like there was no stakes because you knew who survives. I mean, obviously, Obi-Wan's going to survive. Vader's going to survive. Leia's going to survive. You know, Luke, Uncle Owen. I mean, they're all going to survive because obviously you can't break the canon. So you knew that people, you know, they can't survive. But but then you kind of wonder, like, okay, how are things going to resolve itself? And to be honest, man, I thought, you know, some of the things that happened, especially during the showdown between the final showdown. Wow really great like there's some like i i i want to watch it again just because i thought man that was actually whoo that was pretty good right there i was like look at you look at you that's good i like that look at that oh 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 you know really good stuff so yeah it was a great love letter to the prequels i'll say that um but yeah it's just uh it's interesting because you know, I think even Kathleen Kennedy and uh, Deborah Chow probably even said like, well, it was meant to be a limited series and that's about it. And you kind of feel that because they kind of, they leave it open. They definitely leave it open for more. But at the same time, when it came to this initial story, they don't leave like a cliffhanger really 
because, you know, there's only so much you could really do when it comes to like, okay, you have a story where Leia gets kidnapped, little Leia, and then Obi-Wan Kenobi goes after her and Darth Vader's after him. And then, of course, the whole Reva thing was uh, a Reva, Reva, Reva. You know, her story came to fruition. It got better. You know, still it was like, okay, whatever. You know, at first it was kind of like, Jesus Christ, what the hell's going on with this character? I don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't know about it. And a lot of people didn't. And then, of course, Star Wars called everybody racist. But, but no, um, but at the same time, it got better. Her story arc did get better. And, you know, the way that that wrapped up was like, all right, that's cool, too. I like that. I, I actually liked what they did there. But yeah, I mean, I think that's just uh, what the uh, the problem that you face when it comes to fitting a story into, you know, canon that everybody knows is, well, we all know that that person's going to be okay. That person's going to be okay. That person's going to, you know, there's a lot, not a lot of stakes. But so they did their best of trying to be like, hey, there are some stakes here. Let's just see how these people get out of this. So we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they do try to do a season two. I think somebody, I saw somebody on my uh, my Twitter timeline and said, um, you know, for season two, don't have any of, don't have Luke or Leia or Vader. Don't have anything of that. Have Ahsoka, because obviously we're going to have an Ahsoka series. Have Ahsoka in it and tie it more to the animated series, I guess. You could maybe still have some Anakin stuff. That would still be all right. I think you could still have Anakin stuff. But leave the Vader stuff, maybe not so much, but try to tie it to, you know, Clone Wars a little bit more. Have Ahsoka in it. Have a little adventure where Ahsoka's present in it, maybe. So maybe they'll do something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they might make a Vader series. Yeah, they might. They actually might do a Vader series. Who knows? That could be a possibility as well. I've always said that, you know, there's very much a thing you could do, but I just don't know how much they could do with it, you know? But we'll see. But but most but basically, I, I, I enjoyed the series. It wasn't consistent for me. There was a couple times where I was like, eh, and then things are like, oh, and then, eh, and then, oh. But the last two episodes were actually it was, you know, I really enjoyed the last two. The last two episodes were my that was just the best parts of the whole the whole thing. And I really it was satisfying. It was satisfying uh, how it ended and all that stuff. So we'll see. And then, of course, we have Miss Marvel, episode three. Now, when it comes to this one, um, it was kind of it was up and down for me because, you know, when it came to Miss Marvel, episode three, I, I enjoyed it still. I'm enjoying the series. Like I said, it's charming as hell. Um, what's her name is um, uh, who plays Kamala? Like she's she's, you know, just totally likable. She's adorable and she plays the part well. And I like the style of the series with this one. Um, it had a little bit more, obviously trying to do more backstory, trying to catch you up. And there's like this whole other thing that was like, you know, there was a cliffhanger at the, uh, the end of episode two. So now it bled into this. And then of course there was a nice little twist that happened when it came to the end of that, which I thought was cool. Um, um, but then, you know, there was a lot of like, uh, oh, the weights on me, this kind of stuff. And then there was, there was one line that I didn't really like though. It was like, you know, it, because obviously she can't tell people who she is. Got to keep it a secret. And then, you know, and then obviously you have damage control that is trying to search for like, Hey, this enhanced human showed up, obviously going viral. 
And then it was like, yeah, there's finally like a hero that fought for us. I'm like, well, you haven't exactly fought for anybody yet. I was like, wait, you haven't really fought. Let's let's pump the brakes. I, I like where your head's at, and I'm hoping to see you fight. But at the same time, you haven't exactly fought yet. I mean, you just kind of ran and and saved people that were like that, you know, that fell off stuff, but you know, or fell off of you know, almost was falling off a building, or when you're at Avengers Con, and shit went kind of crazy. You know, there hasn't been much of her being a hero yet. So I can understand. I, I like the fact that she's feeling the weight of that and trying to keep it a secret from the family and stuff like that. But I just don't feel like there hasn't been that hero big time. I mean, yes, she saved people, but like literally fighting. But then this time at the end of this episode, she was fighting the bad guys that were like, oh, wait, there's the bad guys right there. It's not just damage control looking for her. It's bad guys. We actually have bad guys. So it's leading into something that's going to be a little bit grander. I'm just kind of wondering is, is Brie Larson going to show up in this? She has to, right? It's going to happen. Probably the, 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 the last episode of season finale. Are we all kind of thinking that Brie Larson's going to show up? Captain Marvel, Carol, she's going to show up probably. It kind of, it's kind of a given, right? I have a feeling she's going to show up, but but no, I'm still enjoying it. Um, it was just like, you know, it was a lot of backstory that happened here, which was fine. But, um, and, you know, it was interesting stuff. But, yeah, there's just some things where I was like, hmm, it's good. It's good. Yeah. I mean, Monica, too. Yeah, Monica might show up, too. I don't know. It just seems like, you know, because I think, you know, she's Kamala is going to be in the Marvels, obviously. So, you know, so, of course, it'd be natural if they have that. So, So there you go. There you go. There's my review. Still enjoying it. Still curious to see what's going on uh, when it comes to uh, certain relationships and stuff like that. Is it me, though? Is her friend, her best friend, does she look like she's 10 years older than... <laughs> I was, like, watching today. I'm like, why does she look like she's, like, 10 years older than her? I mean, She looks like she's in high school. Her best friend looks like she's in college. I mean, like, she looks like a decade older. I'm like, eh, it's fine. It's whatever. That's just... Stupid gripe. Stupid gripe. All right. Uh, the best thing that happened to Miss Marvel is Obi-Wan <laughs> finishing. <laughs> yeah, no. Apparently, it didn't get the best um, uh, debut, according to Samba TV. But, you know, I mean, I can understand that. I mean, obviously, they all, everything always goes political. It's because, you know, there's just a bunch of uh, racist white people out there. I don't want to watch it. But I think it's just mainly because, you know, a lot of people just think it was for them because it, you watch the trailer. And you, even when I watched the trailer, I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to be this is going to be for me. Pleasantly surprised that I'm actually very much enjoying it a little bit better than some of the other shows that they put on there. So I think that's that's a little bit of it, too. So. They're both the same age. Are they really? They're both 19? That's crazy. Because her friend looks older. I mean, I guess she just because um, I can't remember, like, the actress's name. But they she looks younger. Man, they don't look like they're the same age. They don't look like the same age to me. I don't know. So, well, thank you for letting me know that, Jose. I was like, I thought that that, that they were not the same age. All right. Get to the Twitter questions. <laughs> All right, Eric. Okay, Dave, this issue has been bothering me since the since last week. If Ezra is being falsely accused, then why are his or WBD's team dragging their feet to send out some kind of press statement? Because right now, if they if you listen to like Vodka Stream, you listen to Steven last week and us talking about it, 
I mean, basically being silent right now is probably the best thing because you know how everybody is right now, Eric. You know how it is like when even when uh, Takata Iron Eyes, when she put out that video, a lot of people just went like, oh, yeah, look at that. She's on drugs. She's being held hostage. Ezra's totally, uh, totally telling her what to say. You know, everybody just um, automatically just goes, oh, that's not what's happening. That's, you know. So I think right now they're just like they're going to lay low as being silent right now as much as possible is fine. And hopefully things will die down. Luckily, there hasn't really been much that has come out now. I mean, not as much as like last week for sure. So I think uh, I think it's just all about just gathering everything and making sure everything the pieces are in place and have a proper time to release a statement and to release everything and, uh, you know, kind of just do all that. And that's the thing, you know, people keep on think saying that Ezra's on the run, which I, I understand the pun that goes behind that. Sure. The pun Ezra, the flash on the run. <laughs> yeah. No pun. Yeah. Pun pun. But, uh, he's not on the run and yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Just be patient. Just be patient. I think silence right now is actually the best thing that's been happening, to be honest. Carrie. Hey, Dave. San Diego Comic-Con is a month away, and I'm excited. Any guesses on if Zach will be there to promote anything on Netflix, such as uh, Army of the Dead, Las Vegas? I'm sure Zach has missed uh, SDCC since the last time he was there. Uh, was in 2016 for the first look at Justice League. I don't think he'll be there because he's filming Rebel Moon right now. I think he's, you know... If it's, a, yeah, he's going to be very much big time in Rebel Moon. I mean, maybe there's a shot that maybe he'll take a little break and go out to San Diego. But right now, I don't I don't see that happening because he's because he's making a big, huge freaking two part movie. So I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but uh, we'll see. I, I would hope so. I, I would love that. Ryan finally got a bit by the covid snake. Oh, shit. So uh, another friend of mine actually got COVID too. Him and his family got COVID currently right now. So yeah, I know it's still out there and it's going to be out there. We're just going to live with it now. Bourbon is my friend. Good man. Bourbon was my friend when I had to do a live stream with Zack Snyder and uh, Mr. Chris Wong Swinson, which congratulations to Chris. He reached 50,000 subscribers. I saw, saw that he uh, posted that earlier. So, I mean, I, I feel like I, you know, since I helped inspire that guy, I feel, I feel like a proud dad when it comes to that. Anyways, yeah. Um, but yeah, bourbon can be your friend when it comes to coding that throat, I, I tell you. That said, I've been binge-watching Westworld on HBO Max, and if there isn't a reason not to pursue AI technology, the show says it all. What say you? Yeah, I, I've watched the original movie, Westworld, so I know what you're talking about. I have yet to watch the series. It's on my list. I might actually, may, maybe I'll start it tonight because I, you know, I'm not watching out of range anymore, so I might just put it on tonight and say, fuck it, let's do it. So you might have just inspired me, Ryan, to uh, start watching Westworld. Tet, I thought episode five and six of Kenobi were great. So did I. But were they good enough to justify the whole series? Star Wars needs to either ignore canon, X-Men style, right? Or stop messing with it. Also, Hayden Christensen to replace Ezra as Flash. No, 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 no. I don't think that. No, I don't think that'd be. Uh, I don't think that'd be a good choice. Nah. I mean, he's likable and stuff like that, but nah, 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 nah. But 
Yeah, I mean the canon, but the thing is, people cherish that canon so much. It's like the Bible. It's like changing things in the fucking Bible, which I guess they've done before. Uh, Ronak, what's up, Dave? I finally got Disney Plus. Password sharing, don't tell Netflix. <laughs> which post-Endgame Marvel movie would you suggest to watch? I haven't watched them in a while. Um, post-game, post-Endgame, uh, I would say, I mean, my, I think uh, mine has been, um, you know, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, to be honest. I mean, I'm trying to, I mean, mainly they've done more, like, series. But, uh, I mean, obviously, Star, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, that one too. But, yeah, I mean, I would say No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness. That's that's the ones. Post-Endgame, yeah. Black Widow, pfft, nope. Not for me. I don't plan on ever watching that one again. Ugh. No. I did not like Black Widow. I'm sorry. So... Spider-Man No Way Home, Multiverse of Madness. There you go. You don't have many choices, so why not? Why does that always go away? The subscribe button always goes away. Anyways, guys, uh, where's it? Where's it? Oh, yeah. I don't know why it just goes away, this thing. Got bugs in it. I don't know. There we go. It's coming back. All right. So it is Wednesday, so just uh, now for my uh, my weekly thoughts when it comes to uh, this yeah, like I said, when it comes to the Ezra stuff, you just got to be patient. I know people are always like they're clamoring for Warner Brothers to be like, hey, release a statement. You got to say something. You got to say something. I think, to, to be honest, and just talking with everybody, the best thing right now is to stay silent until everything comes about. Let the heat, let, the, let it all die down a little bit, then address it, especially if there's things that have been wrongly uh, reported, which there have been. Ezra's not on the run. There's all this kind of stuff. Ezra did not kidnap somebody. It just that 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 whole thing is out there. And when something false like that is out there and people are running with it, you really just commenting on it. Just it just seems like that's the, one of the that's just a thing not to do. I know there's been um, when it comes to Ezra's uh, bandmates or the band that uh, uh, there's one particular person put out something, said a lot of things were false, and a lot of things were out there. I mean, there's a lot of police reports that are being gathered. Just things, there's just things that are being still worked out. So I think right now the best thing is for them to stay silent until they get everything in order to make sure that things look, because, you know, I mean, they have a year till The Flash comes out, and obviously when it comes to what's happening with Warner Brothers Discovery and trying to find a DC head, it's all kind of a mess right now. It is it is crazy. I mean, I kind of kind of makes you wonder, too, they're probably not going to address things when it comes to Amber Heard until that dies down because that was public, and a lot of people took one side or the other, which is stupid. I hate the fact that people took one side or the other. I had people block me. I had people block me because I was saying stuff about Amber Heard. Just because I have eyeballs, ears, and a fucking brain to process what I saw, what a lot of people saw during the uh, the trial, and I went, yeah, it did not look good for Heard. That it was a bad case, and blah, 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 blah. I've had people that literally blocked me. I was like, I'm not even taking the side of Johnny. He's a piece of shit, too. <laughs> I mean, he's not a good person. He's got some fucking issues. Yeah, but of course, you're either on one side or the other. That's just the way it is 
nowadays. It's just one side or the other. On one team or the other team, we're pack animals. Sadly, we're pack animals. I don't know. I try not to be as much, but, you know, it does. That's just the way. Uh, that's what happens. But other than that, um, we just got to be a little bit more patient when it comes to DC stuff and the Flash and Ezra and Zaslav and all that stuff. But that's all we got to do is just kind of be patient. We could talk about it. We'll discuss it. I'm sure we'll talk about it more on the Vodka Stream on Friday. So look forward to that. And, uh, yeah, we'll still be doing a members uh, post-show stream right now. So, so uh, let's do that. And uh, so everybody else, I'll see you guys uh, Friday. I am seeing the Elvis movie tomorrow, so so I'll be doing a first reaction review of that. So look forward to that, and uh, I'll probably I don't know I'll try to do a I'll try to do a Patreon thing and maybe talk more in depth about certain things, probably on Saturday if I do that. Um, so look forward to that. Oops. Um, and then yeah, members, uh, we'll do a post show right after this. So look forward to that on your on your. Uh, timeline on your youtube timeline and everybody else you guys have a good rest of your night uh hopefully the giants won i was watching the game before this god damn it but uh yeah guys we'll see you friday on the vodka stream and uh, uh members i'll see you guys in a little bit all right talk to you later